Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 61. I'm Graham, I'm here with Cody, Luke, and Richie, as usual. We got no guests today, and uh, Happy New Year. This is this will come out the Thursday after New Year's. We're recording it before New Year's, if you keep track of the delay. Um, so we were thinking, we sort of missed, 60 would have been a good one to do New Year's stuff on, but... Uh, you know, we already got that one recorded. That one's awesome. Uh, so we're going to do the next best thing. First episode into the new year. Uh, we decided, yeah, we'll just, we'll throw around ideas for, well, not ideas, plans for the new year as far as, you know, and that could be maybe not just plans, goals, plans, stuff for your rig and what you want to get out of the season as far as off-roading. Uh, I know I've got a couple things, um you know, on my list, specifically for my rig, but really for the season, I'd like to, I'd like to have my rig be, I don't want to say more reliable, but more consistent through, through some of the trips. I feel like it's, it's all or nothing with it. Sometimes it does great. Other times it just, it just flops. So I want to have a consistent rig. I want it to not be breaking as much. I just want to have it be static. And I think I can get it there pretty early on in the season. And then we'll, yeah, we'll we'll see what tweaks need to be made, but I'm excited to see if I can get that done. And I've got other things as well, but I figure I'll let you guys uh, roll with that. Yeah, um, my plans for this year are make the rig reliable again, because like as it's fucking demonstrated, it's not reliable yet. It's getting there, but you know that's uh, about it. Um. Not really going to be doing anything major to it. Um, I want to get out wheeling more new rims. I mean, I know that's super <laughs> exciting, but they're not even going to be beadlocks. It's going to be just like uh, plain Jane shit. Why not uh, beadlocks? Money. Uh, I don't know what I want to do with the rig, and I'm far more excited for buying a house and doing the common stuff. That's going to be a major undertaking that sounds okay. boring yeah i don't know building or restoring your dad's truck is not the same level of exciting but no it sounds like you're lame mm. 100 anyways because this is not the house podcast um it's <laughs> <laughs> just kidding luke I mean, I'm excited for that too. That sounds like it'll be a cool I thing. I mean, that's, I think that's, it's a step, right? I feel like everybody talks about it, um, you know, at least in, in our group of, or our little circle at least of, oh, if when I have a house, I can build my rig. Listening, looking at you, Colin. I, I, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm done working in my gravel driveway. I'm going to wait and just let my rig rot to shit and then I'll build it when I've got a house. You don't need a house to build build your shit, but I do understand. You are the testament of that. Listen, there's plenty of re- plenty of other roadblocks at the shop that would make me want to work in a gravel driveway all year round. Uh, it, well, those, I, those I, I meant that as how much of the rig has been built in a driveway. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, Colin built his entire thing in the driveway, so and there's nothing wrong with uh, working in a driveway. Um, well, you did it with way less bitching. Well, his conditions were arguably worse because I at least have a driveway, not a gravel driveway. Um, uh, you know, you're making a really hard gram to give you a pat on the shoulder. Yeah, because... Uh, I, 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 okay, here. I was expecting people to jump on me because, uh, you know, I do all my work at Jacob's shop now, but uh, nobody really jumped on that, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, no... I get it. I do all my work here on my trailer. Like, I'm not saying that it can't be done. It's the financial obligations of buying said house. Um, You know, I went overboard this year and I built a pair of competition guns and I'm selling them off to help fund the house fund as well. Like, um, so really boring. No Jeep, no guns. What are you gonna Jeez, have? You're just gonna Please. have a house. This is what happens to everybody. I mean, no, I'm gonna have your the hand Jeep. in the audience if you if you bought a house and not sold everything fun that you own. 
But uh, wait, wait, the why would I be selling the Jeep? I don't that know. I'm not selling the house. Jeep. Need for the said... house. Sold the, no, the... the Jeep. Buy a house. Woo! Build a new. No, room. I'm not selling the Jeep. The well, Jeep's sticking what around. What I was saying was that you you already said about eight minutes ago you're not going to be really working on the Jeep because you're planning on. Buying a house and working on your dad's Cummins. You just spoke about how you were selling the guns, so oh, I yeah. made a joke on the fact that you were selling your guns and no longer working on a Jeep. Are we on the same page? Go. We're on the same page. <laughs> um, I'm going to still be wheeling the piss out of the Jeep, but if my Jeep breaks. is at a point where it's very capable. If it breaks, I'll fix it. It might not be as quick as I want to. Like It might not be, you know the way it was back in the backyard built days for me where it would blow up one weekend and I would have it back together by Thursday night and on the trailer Friday to go for the trip Saturday. So what you're saying well, is you moved to like East Coast Wheeling Central, quote-unquote, with some really big parks, big names, and you're going to turn into a Curtis and not wheel. You're yeah. You're going to like, you know, drive your rig, or not drive your rig, trailer your rig to the park a couple times a year, break it, and then wait about this six must months. Must be a and house thing, because Curtis has, has a house. He did the same thing. It is a house. Jess and uh, Jess and Logan bought a house. Now they do that, uh -huh. dude. Oh, man, houses stuff. Figured it out. Houses. Destroy, <laughs> uh, All I'm lives. saying is you can't wheel a house, but you can sleep in a in a crawler. Okay, just putting that out there on. Step orders of operations. I think you just sleep in the crawler, call it a day. Good to go. Yeah. Can confirm it works. It does work. Um, I think more of what it is, though, is that the, the cost of the initial buy-in on the house is what slows people down. And then if the house needs work, it's, you know, you're not talking about putting in a $1,000 set of axle shafts. You're talking about, you know, dropping... 30,000 to 5,000 on remodeling a bathroom if you're doing some of the work. Nah, I, get, I got you. You just got to buy the fucking furnishing and then I got you. We can do the rest. Tiles, nothing. Sinks, boom. Done. Call it Call it done. Paint it, I'll slap some shit up. Got you. Give me like 200 bucks and a reach around. I'm in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll buy you a plane ticket at that point. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Seriously, though. Like, that's. Don't fucking spend $5,000 on a goddamn bathroom remodel, oh, please. It was, please. It was just. Um, <laughs> I know. It was where I was going with that. You know, it's. Yeah, for, like, the, for the average person, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you can, that, Cody's not the average person. He could remodel a house for $100. You're going to probably build your house. Right? No, but I mean, I did a full a basement remodel from floors to walls to drop ceiling to like painting the whole entire thing, and it, for my cost or what like what they paid me and for what the like how much material it was twenty five hundred bucks. So, like when you take that in consideration, that would normally cost somebody fifteen thousand dollars. So like it, it's a pretty pretty decent uh like take home or not take home but like a pretty decent. Like when you just start doing work yourself and actually like happy with the work that well, you can do. That's uh Dude, everything. Golden. Yeah. As soon yeah. as you unlock yeah. that little secret to life, you end up saving a ton of money. You do run out of a lot of time because those Dang, jobs yeah. take a lot of time. But Ram, see this is why instead of the new place, you should have got a house because then we could have traded housework for Jeep work. Dang it, Graham. Missing out. No, I'm I'm not ready for a house yet. Uh <laughs> Trust me, I'd love one. I just, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to deal with that yet. Well, um, another thing that I know is going to be happening is I'm going to be paying more per month for the house um, than I am for my rental. Yeah, that, that's that how it usually no, that, yeah, that, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> Where I was living before, the house would have been cheaper. Yeah, that's well, up here. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. talked about this. Yeah. I mean, it probably wasn't podcast information, but yeah. Yeah, there was conversation that uh, any like moving down there and getting a house and paying a mortgage and all the utilities is still less than what you're paying for your rental and the garage. Yeah, so. and I'm just saying, like, if I bought a house up there, though, it would have been cheaper because I wouldn't have been paying for the garage and the rental. Um, but down here, because of how cheap the rental is paying for the house is going to be a little bit more. It's not going to be a big deal, and I'm planning on wheeling the piss out of my rig. It's it's 99% of where I want it. I want front coilovers, but those can wait a little while. Um, you know, yeah, Graham... The body starts falling apart, and then you can put them exactly. in. Exactly. Uh, we took that rip up 
Harlan, and the thing rides like a boat going over some decent stuff, and I'm really excited to get it on some actual rocks at AOP. I was supposed to go um, last weekend, but that ended up falling through because it's being a piece of shit. No, it's still and, on, right, yeah. And one of my tie rods, I don't know if you noticed this at your shop, but the tie rod digs into the other tie rod. It's the one where they uh, link up on the crossbar or the tie rod itself uh, mm -hmm. with the drag link. Yep. That one digs in and the hydro powers through it. So it's like <laughs> bending that more and more. And I looked at it and it's like making full contact if well, you yeah, turn to the right. It's always been sort of like, if, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's always been a little fucky. No. Wasn't, no, I bent it at Roush. Okay. Yeah, I bent it at Roush. And it's yeah, been I like didn't, that since. Yeah, I never got a chance to fix it, but oh. it's gotten worse because the Hydro is like ramming the two of them together at a weird angle, yeah. so it's just bending it. And I don't want to keep driving on it like that, so that's getting fixed. The running right is going to happen. Uh, we we'll talk about that later, though, because I feel like I've been hogging this, so... Can we talk about how pork chop got usd stickies how fucking gnarly they look really quick he did yeah dude. yeah so, he said he was going to oh I, I didn't know that he had gone ahead and gotten them yet no, he dude got holy fuck those things are aggressive as hell that's insane yeah i think it's got like 10 lugs on the entire entire tire tire <laughs> <laughs> on the entire tire yeah oh yes. wow my brain just totally malfunctioned i was like shouldn't there be like <laughs> no, and on the total a, rig if we're making that's... fun of him <laughs> and now i'm the fucking butt of the show <laughs> but geez those things are aggressive i i've like i've seen pictures and shit but i've never seen a rig that I can visually in my brain be like okay i understand how big that is and then like seeing that the lug is like I mean, it looks like an iPhone sitting sideways on the tire. It's fucking huge. Yeah, they're that's crazy. Ridiculous. It's like paddles at that point. Jesus. Well, Richie, yeah. it's your time. Also, to shine. oh, never mind. Sorry, I was gonna just say, like, while we're jerking or, um, pork chop off, I really like what he did with the tube. It reminds me of Greenleaf's buggy. I, I, he, I, he added a tube in the whole rear. Like, that was all unibody before, and now it's all tubed out. When was that? Was that done recently? Before we talked about yeah, it? Yeah, that was, like, done before he took those pictures. Those wow. pictures are him dropping it. Gotcha. I haven't I haven't been keeping up. I need to keep up. It it looks pretty damn good. Um, it's so similar to Greenleaf's setup now that I genuinely thought it was when I just saw that picture of the USDs. In my head, I was like, wow, uh, Greenleaf got USD stickies. No, nope. no, motherfucking pork chop, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's that's, that's pretty rad. going to be rowdy. I can't oh, wait yeah. to see it in the woods. All right, Richie, give us give us your six month plan. What what you My got? What you thinking? What trips are you looking forward to? What you got going for the rig? What, what's, oh, what's, okay, 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 okay. So, uh, I decided to shit can the uh, fifty that I have. And get a 05 plus. Smart, smart plan. I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna bite the bullet and go get the axle. Uh, I have to. I ended up. Did I scare you away with that 60? Was that my fault? No. 50? <laughs> no, it's uh, I, I was looking at it the uh, the other day, and it's, it's, it just looks so shitty. What do you mean? It looks shitty. You gotta Whoa, make look, them pretty. <laughs> it looks like um more rust than axle is there. Uh, oh, like it's no. it's a fifty and just. So you think it's gonna be a lot more work than it's worth for it to be a fifty? Oh no, not at all. Oh. It's just if I have to put in all the work. Anyway, I should just do it on. Big boy axle. And the axle you, know? you won't have to replace when you blow up the ring and pinion. Not to mention the fact that I ended up getting an 05 plus truss that I would have to then trim down to fit on the 50. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which, by the way, you got a Barnes, right? Yes. 
So, when I went to go and hang out with the Trail Trash boys, I was looking at John's rig, and I really like how that 05, their 05 Plus looks to install. It looks like it's going to be easier to do an install on than an RTEC. Yeah, so it's... Um, just the overall design of it's a little bit more boxy, but it looks like it'd be easier to get in and make the welds on the inside that you have to take the top of the truss off of. Um, on an RTEC to do. Well, an RTEC, and... you've got those gussets that go sideways, right? Yeah. And I haven't done the 05, but on JB's 04, uh, which is a slightly different design. All yeah, he's got it. the Apex. Yeah, but with that one, uh, what I did for those internal structures is I, I tacked them in place with the, all the, the truss on there. I tacked those outer pieces, or those struts. Pulled the top off, fully welded them. They didn't bend because I tacked them and was careful about how I heated them. I don't know if they'd bend anyways, uh, or warp at least. Slapped that whole thing back on and welded those on when I was ready to. So it's all good. It's fully welded around all of those areas. Yeah. Is that the not other how thing... you do it on the 05? Um, I'm not sure about on an 05, but with my RTAC truss, you've got the areas where the um the top section of the truss over the top of the pumpkin comes down and it gets very thin so it's very hard for oh, i was using 70 yeah, 18 yeah. rod to get in there and i had that weld crack and i've never bothered to fix it because i just didn't what, care you you can't do anything about that if it cracks you're you're going in there with the die grinder probably and that'll take you about five hours for a weld that's not gonna yeah it'll probably so weld, right so on the barnes one it's a little bit boxier over the top so it takes up a little bit more room and that might be an issue if space is at a premium and i can't believe i'm about to say this but worst case scenario throw a set of pucks in there and move your track bar forward a little bit and kick it out to keep it away from where the truss would be but if you're going to clear your coil, you should be good anyway. Yeah. Um, sorry to derail that far. Kish, the floor is yours again. Yeah. So, but pr pretty much with all those, that's the reasoning for deciding to check in the 50. Yeah. Man. And so I'm hoping it's the right decision. Yeah. I don't want to change my um, tune about the 50 too much. They're great axles. If you can have one that's like sort of already prepped, but uh but yeah. pretty much I'm just going to try building the tons on the DL, you know. Just real slow in the background because mm -hmm. I'll be uh, working out of my garage. Well, especially nowadays, it's it's kind of a it's a chore to get all those pieces. Well, originally with the planes of keeping the shop, I was going to just bum rush everything and slap them together mm -hmm. because to have the shop, but I'm getting rid of the shop. So I'm going to be working out in my garage. So I have to work around my parents' schedule. I have to work around, you know, the weather and all the other chores around the house and all that shit. Yep. So it's going to be a lot slower process. Yep. But hopefully in doing it slower and having everything completed, it'll be a lot quicker physically going into the Jeep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you also have the benefit of you already have your track bar mount if you reuse that track bar mount. Yeah. Um, you can put a brace on there. And um, with the brace on there... With that track bar mount, with the front stiffeners, and with a long arm kit, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but it would be an almost bolt-in swap. The biggest things that you'd have to fabricate are going to be your track bar and your steering setup. Oh, yeah. But uh, the um, big thing is just getting the... Uh... I'm sorry. My mind is shot today. Big thing is just getting my Jeep actually running right again, because... Yeah. yeah, that's 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 a big part of it. So <laughs> no, I'm a <laughs> yeah, no, um, so um I should be going down to the shop I think Thursday or Friday. 
this week to go uh, actually start fucking with the Jeep again. Is it down at the shop now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd get that done and uh, then drive it again. Uh, yeah, well, like, so the Jeep's... The Jeep runs just not well. Yeah, it just runs like shit. And it just started all of a sudden, right? It was just random. Well, I'm I'm confident that I fried something in the engine bay when I uh, welded the front bumper on right before uh, Badlands. Mm-hmm. Because it started coincidentally as right I pulled the Jeep out of the shop after welding. And I had the battery disconnected and everything. But something fried. I hope it wasn't the computer. I got like two more sensors, I think, to replace. Can you check the fuse for the ignition just to double check? It wouldn't even start if one of those fuses was blown, I wouldn't think. Well, no, I have not checked any fuses. I always double check your fuses because I remember one time I uh, accidentally cut through a wire on one of my old Jeeps. And it sparked, and it wouldn't start. No power, no nothing. And obviously, I know it's a little bit different than your current situation, but I'm just Whoa, saying this as a whatever you whatever you did with your hand there on the mic. Don't do that again. <laughs> just with the audio was it went down like you were muffled, and then it wasn't. Sorry. Oh, I I have I don't no know. idea. This this can be oh. a note, or this can, I mean everybody heard it, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> What's the just put the timestamp in? I'll just cut it out. Um, but yeah, so I know that when I cut that wire, I uh. All of a sudden, the the rig would just not, or it would just wouldn't run. I wouldn't even call it a rig at the time; it was pretty stock. But still, um, and then it just ended up being a fuse, which was pretty crazy. You know, I'm I'm a little ashamed about the fact that I haven't even considered looking at any fuses at all. <laughs> hey, it that's a really good point. I should check that. And you know what I just thought of on my rig? What's I don't that? have a return line going to the charcoal canister. You don't need those. I know I might not need it, but I'm wondering if I plug it, if it might be pulling vacuum somehow or fucking that up. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. So, um, uh, oh, sorry. Th- Thursday or Friday, I'm going to be spending a bit of time looking at fuses and shit, too. Yeah. I mean, sometimes those fuses can do weird things, but I've never seen... I mean, usually if you have... That's only a, I've seen no starts caused by that. Like, Luke, your Jeep, when we put that junk starter in it and i think we even yep. talked about this on another podcast we put the junk starter in it uh and it, like we should have bench tested it before it even went in thing was totally shot blew the fuse for that whole uh starter relay and and then you just didn't do shit so we pulled it out knew the starter was bad put a brand new one in, and it still didn't start and it took me a minute to figure out that it was the fuse i should have probably just checked them all at the same time you know i don't usually expect the brand new starter to cause that I think it was called a, a the, the bestest starter too, more like a. <laughs> it was called the bestest. The bestest starter. The bestest starter. <laughs> bestest starter. Oh no! Blows <laughs> the starter relay fuse. Doesn't even start. It's barely even turned. Wow. Yeah. All right, Rich. Uh, Richie. Uh, I guess Richie. Do you have any more things to mention? Oh uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna be trying to get the club down here a bit more. Yeah. Well, we got like quite Evan. a few newbies, so Evan's yeah. working days down at your that your house is a really yeah. That'll be a great day because we can. I mean, it's it's just it's easier for us to be like, hey, this is a club private property, and we have to go and work on it, than being like, oh, this is just a private property that we're gonna go and work. You know, it just it's sometimes to a newer member that might be more enticing rather than just a um, well if oh, let's um, go pick up rocks in the woods kind of a thing it if i remember correctly cody i think i overheard conversations between you and some uh prospects at my bell that were from the this area too yep yep so i mean that, that'd be nice too to you know that they they'd be able to go out somewhere a lot closer than even my bell you know Absolutely. I see. We're catering to the new guys. Well, me. It's the furthest uh, from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but at least it's one of the better ones for the amount that you have to drive to get there. It's pretty yeah, small. But, 
you're also you're also just a trooper, Graham, and will show up even after we tell you not to. Yeah, true. Okay. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that still that still fucking sticks out in my memory. Yeah, that was a good one. We we can't. I don't know. Have we talked about the story in the podcast? This is was that the time that, that was that the time that we me and Caitlin showed up too. No. Oh, so this is way before you. Originally, guys. way back when. Colin and Graham were supposed to come down to my place, and it was going to be me, Luke, Colin, and Graham. And was it Colin? It ended up, yeah. I, I Colin was supposed to show up, but he backed out. But you decided that you were still going to come down, and then we. I woke up, and it was supposed to be shitty all day or some shit like that. So I sent you a. Uh, I never saw the messages. Like I never yeah, saw I, that conversation. So I just was, you know, I still thought everybody was going the next morning. Yeah. So I I had sent you a message saying that we weren't, you know, going to be wheeling or anything here. So me and Luke go off to bed after drinking all night. We fucking. I I wake up to a message from Graham saying, "Hey, I'm like." half an hour away from your place uh can you send me the address so i know exactly where to go i'm like oh yeah sure here it is and then i call up luke i'm like luke he's already in fucking <laughs> town what the fuck <laughs> get over here yeah it was bad that's when we that, that picture luke still posted sometimes of my jeep and it was little like crushed up against that tree on the uh the buggy line that either lets you right up it or doesn't let you up it at all the, I don't want to say the go around, but like the the actual. It's the go around. Sec- it is the go around, but it's the actual doable section that yeah. doesn't deny everything except for random vehicles on random days. Yeah. But I, that that memory still sticks out just as it. Those are for me. It was just extremely days. funny. I'm sorry. What was that? Those are the ducky days. The ducky had to pull me out. Yeah, yeah, and my truck was in the woods too. Oh shit! Yeah, it was, this is a while ago. This is like when I first met these guys. <laughs> we, we we did a stupid little fucking poser shot up on that uh, rock ledge. Oh yeah, I remember that. I don't know where the picture is, but I do remember taking one. I, I still got the picture it. somewhere. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, <laughs> try to get back on track here, Cody. Your New no. Year's. You don't have any New Year's uh No, I do, plans? but I mean like honestly I just need to start stacking money. That's my biggest thing is just get back up and up and then uh pretty much just cage and one ton stuff. That's like the biggest thing is just start throwing money into places that it needs to go. Um I I really want to do another Roush trip, like early season Roush trip. I feel like that'd be a really good time. Um Other than that, I mean it'd be sick to at least go down to uh, Tennessee area to go and check it all out and see what the hype is all about down there. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's just kind of where my head's at with this next year. I mean, I just same thing as last year. Just keep trucking along and hopefully keep throwing money at the Jeep and hopefully it goes to good places so that way it can uh, uh, can perform better or roll over and then we can flip back over and try it again. One of the two. Mm, well, okay. Yeah, on that note, what's what's what are you trying to get done first? Are you trying to do the cage first? Or are you trying to do the tons first? Personally, cage, but I mean, if like, again, I I am not at the point where I feel that I can weld up and make a cage myself. So, like, let's, if, and again, I know you and I have talked, but you also have got even busier within that time frame. So, if let's say I have the cash. If you got no, but let's say I've, and correct. Them, and if you have the, have the cash and you want to get metal from either wherever you have available down there. I don't know what the prices are like in your area. Um, Too sure. Then you bring it down. We, we can work out a price somewhere outside here, and I'll make it fair and uh, enough to cover rent for however long it's got to stay in there because it's got to take up a lot of space. And yes, it is. I mean, that's just let me know. It's Those are the projects that, that we need. So Yeah. And that's and that's kind of where I'm at. Like I'm just gonna just keep saving money, and that like that's again that's like the biggest thing is save up some money, make sure that the jeep's running good, so I don't end up in a problem that like 
Richie's in where all of a sudden this thing's right. shit in the bed and then I'm just like, fuck, now I gotta throw money at just getting this thing running. God dang it. Like, <laughs> and granted, yeah. it happens. There's not much that I can... Like, if that happens to me, I'm just gonna have to roll with it. But, I don't know. Um, I definitely... Because, like, it, I'm, I'm sorry, not to cut you off, you Cody, go. but yeah. it's like, everyone keeps giving me shit for not running the Jeep still. I'm like, well, it, it wasn't fucking safe to be on the trails with it. Yeah, the, everybody was nice to you though you never got the aggression that I got yeah. <laughs> you're way easy you're like a moving target Cody sort of no, like, I was nobody even knew he was there until he was right behind you <laughs> yeah, no one knew I was there until I was right behind you fucking ramming your ass <laughs> oh yeah I forgot about that up at Kinky. uh no, up at uh, Badlands, he's talking about where like his Jeep, like he could not hold the like hold it with the brakes. It was uh, definitely and interesting. No, it's not because my brakes were bad. Hmm. Well, I mean that your brakes should be able to stop. No, your that your brakes are uh, bad. You didn't have to say it, Richie. I mean, mine. So, mine so my brakes are supposed old. to hold the Jeep at a standstill when I'm in four low and at twenty two hundred RPMs. Yeah. Technically, yeah. yes. It should. Technically, <laughs> all my brakes are out. bad. <laughs> pay, pay no mind to me. I've never had a vehicle do that. <laughs> Technically, I mean, obviously, you can never expect it to just be the most perfect thing in the world. And, um, but you know, it, it should. It should hold it back a little bit. <laughs> I am like the most absolutely anal person about my brakes. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'd like a nice firm brake pedal as well. If any of my vehicles don't have a firm brake pedal, I'm working on the brakes until it's got a firm brake pedal. And um, that was uh, so we're still struggling with this on um, on my buddy Kevin's Jeep, the purple Jeep. So he's it's all done. He's happy with. There's a couple, a couple things we're gonna tweak here and there. The exhaust is rattling, um, because it the uh, the way the original pipe is bent, it's hitting in one spot. He's got a couple little things here and there, nothing crazy, but the one thing that still is sort of like it's not perfect, and I don't like it, is is his his brake pedal, and I don't know if it's the combination of the types of calipers he's using or what the deal is, but it's it's oddly soft. It just feels like an old truck brake pedal. And that's it's exactly right. It it feels like my J twenty pedal, but my J twenty doesn't have nearly the braking power that those things should have. And um, it was on the the purple Jeep? Yeah, so that's got the Kingpin style slide yep. pin brakes. Uh, More importantly, what's it got for a master? The Dodge Master that we all use. Okay, and, uh, so this is going to sound really fucking stupid, but you can um, unscrew the threaded rod that goes into that. your... You did? Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. So is it that it doesn't have a firm pedal or is it that it, it doesn't just, like it doesn't build enough i mean I'll, how i'll describe it is the fronts get pressure as you'd expect right yep and it's fine but what gets weird is when you go to the back those rear calipers never seem to build up more than like a trickles worth of pressure it doesn't sp like spew out once you get the thing uh, dialed in, right? It's always a, a slow trickle, and we're it's the Eldorado calipers, and I know those things are kind of finicky as far as how they get set up because they've got that e-brake thing attached to them, and somehow that all interconnects. And I don't think it's mechanical. I think it's still pushing the hydraulic fluid in that piston. I could be wrong. I don't have a hundred. I'm not. I I don't work with them very often. We were just bleeding the thing. I didn't install that kit. It was on there already, and I know he's been fighting the the brake pedal for since before we started working on it and we got it pretty damn good we bled the shit out of it and we got it pretty close and i guess now he had a shop inspect it i think he got an inspection sticker on it which was impressive i was not expecting that i'll be honest 
and they also commented on the brake pedal, had the same concerns that we've had. And we drove the thing plenty. It stops. There's no issue with it. It's reliable. It just doesn't stop immediately. It's not like you can't slam the pedal on and have it like spin you in circles sort of deal. Like it's, I don't know. So what boost or what, uh, not booster, what, um, booster, the, uh, I'm not factory proportioning proportioning valve. valve, which could be that. I mean, that, that might be it. It might just be the proportioning it valve. Be the booster as well. You guys have talked about how you use the uh, ram, not the ram, the uh, the van booster. No, we That's use the, the van master. Okay, OG but I mean booster. The only so, booster that could potentially be an upgrade, I think, is the WJ booster. Yeah, but I don't think it's significant. I don't think it's I enough to matter. The seals the booster. Brand new booster. Remember? Brand new master. Okay, so in the master is bled a hundred percent. Yes. Hmm. All like all that stuff because um, we were we were thinking that initially as well. Uh, it was there's either you know the master wasn't bled correctly and there's air in it, and and we noticed that the booster like had residue on the inside. We were thinking maybe it was leaking in through that, and the whole thing was just slightly leaky. But it didn't seem to eh, change things a little bit, but not enough to make a massive difference. The main problem is still there. So I, I don't know what it say is to try a different proportioning valve like a VAZJ1 cuz he's got the discs in the rear, right? Yep. So if you've got the discs in the rear, um maybe it's not building enough pressure to the rears to fully bleed them out. The other thing is it's potentially possible he got a bad caliper. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, because the maybe the casting on it is like too small and it just has too much uh and friction or something. It's funny you uh, mention that because this sort of ties back into uh you know being anal about wanting a solid brake pedal. Is we were at Field and Forest and I slammed my rear caliper really fucking hard and lost pedal for like a second and then it came yep. back. Like I was on a I was off. Uh, what the fuck trail is it? Everything sucks. Redux. No, it wasn't that <laughs> one. It was a. Uh, it's like an intersection. It's a cross point between a red trail and a blue or black. I forget which one it is. It's a big downhill. Any guy who's been there knows what I'm talking about. I don't know why I can't think of the name. It's a. I'm not even gonna try. I'm gonna butcher it. But either way, we were going. We down that through the little rock section at the crossroads, and then I was going back up, and that's when I lost pedal. And it came back, like we pumped it a couple times and then I had pedal again, which was odd to begin with. You don't usually lose pedal and then regain pedal. Uh, and ever since then, and I think even at Roush, when we were, no, yeah, no, it was. Even at Roush, when I was, you know, doing everything there, it, it felt off. And I was I was bitching about it the whole weekend, too, because Colin was like, what are you talking about? That's what my brake pedal feels like. Pedal goes right to the fucking floor. It feels like shit. Uh I was like, well, that doesn't... Mine didn't used to feel like that. It felt fine before, and now it feels like shit. And, of course, I found it um, before Kentucky was the caliper. Something in, had been smashed in that piston. It fucked it up, and it probably broke the seal, and it had been sitting there crushing it, and it wouldn't... You know, it wasn't operating correctly. It wasn't building pressure right. It was still working. The brake still worked, just didn't work well. It was actually clamping too hard. It was seized on there after, you know, the months that it had been there. So, that's a possibility. Didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, the other thing so. that would be really good to look at is the making sure that the pads are um, not glazed. Because if they're glazed at all, that can cause... Yeah, but wouldn't it that delayed. burn off if he was driving it? You'd... So it would, it would, you wouldn't get pedal feel like like that off of glazed pads. You'd get a lot of noise. Oh my god, sorry. Uh, noise, and it would also just not break well. But you wouldn't get pedal feel like pressure differences based off of glazed pads. I guess the only I've other had... thing I can add. I mean, it 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 definitely has that feel of. Right, it's just it's not clamping, but also the pedal doesn't have much. It sort of just sits at the bottom, 
right? I mean, it, it does it doesn't sit at the bottom, but it it, it goes to the bottom before it actually does anything. And then you're okay, at the so right there, out of that, that makes me think of two things: bad caliper. Might have been an okay master, but you got a bad master. Like that just mm -hmm. instantly jumps out as a bad master. Uh, because considering it's had two masters, one of which was fine in the past, and a new one that has changed nothing, I'm not thinking it's a bad master. I I trust caliper. me. I love the parts cannon, but uh, I definitely am thinking caliper over master. The only reason that I say that is because I got um, the first Ram Band Master that I got had an internal or something leaked to it so it would build pressure but it wouldn't quite stop happy mm -hmm. and it was kind of like what you were describing and I had to replace that and then when I replaced that and I got the master that's currently in it from Rock Auto instantly went away and instantly had pedal and then on the Chevy, my pickup, I had where I couldn't get a good like feel out of it, like what we were just talking about. And one of the calipers had picked up a rock or something, and like it had gouged the shit out of it. So the um, caliper was like locked up, and you could put pressure to it, but it wouldn't slow the vehicle down at all. And it wouldn't do anything until it hit the bottom of the pedal. Huh. Yeah. So that might be it. Uh, last I checked, I mean, I don't, none of them are in bad shape, but it has been a while since some of those have, I mean, it hasn't really, it's been around the shop for about a year. It's been a side project, uh, so it hasn't, it might just be one of them seized, but I don't, I don't know. It's something I'll look into. He's going to bring it back at some point for the little exhaust things and other miscellaneous stuff. I think we've got a few things left over in the shop uh, that we need to give him anyways, so it will be back and we'll continue to look into it. That's what, there you go, there's another New Year's thing. Maybe not so much for me, but more for Kevin, is get those brakes working good again, um, and we'll get them there. Cody, anything else? I, we kind of totally capitalized. I don't know if no, I mean I'm I'm I mean I know that I gotta do my steering stuff, but that's like inevitable. Like that's happening no matter what if I want to run this Jeep. Um, no, you don't even need to steer. No, but I mean like if I just going down the list, pretty much steering. I gotta put my transfer case in. I gotta do shackle boxes in the rear. I gotta go buy the uh, three link, four link setup from. Uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting his name. Jeremy. Jeremy. You know, like I just got I got a lot of shit in the docket, but like it just baby steps right now getting shit back to normal and then back to where it was yeah are you gonna do i gotta full find hydro my brace assist? oh assist fucking fuck full hydro who do you think i am brianna i don't have money bags <laughs> <laughs> she's been she's been working for the state for way longer than i have so i gotta get <laughs> i will yeah. say that um that is gonna be potentially on the list this year for you yeah That'll be cool. That'll be really cool. Um, my steering box is all fucked up, and I patched the frame back together so many times in that spot that I'm worried that it's going to eventually get bad. So if it rips the box off, it's just getting full hydro. Um, cool. You know, it's got one tons. Why not? Fuck it. It doesn't yep. get driven as much as I would like to have it be driven, but it still gets driven on the road, so I'm not going to cheap out on it. Yeah, and you can you can run a good setup that operates within a tolerable level for short road drives and not have an issue. I have no doubt. It's going to be expensive, yeah. but then again... Is it, though? Because, like, I could hit up um, Chad and work something out with him. I'm sure that we could probably build a kit and I can build hydraulic lines. So, given that, I don't have that expense. Yeah, fair. I mean, I'm probably going to buy hydraulic lines because I have to buy the fittings and buy the line, but we have the equipment at work to build them. For the hydro assist setup, I'm not as worried about it because I can just use off-the-shelf. Uh, I'm using snowplow lines, and they work really well. But Are those, Are you using, like, quick disconnect lines? 
No. Okay, no. good. No. <laughs> um, when you say snowplow lines, I can only think of the uh, the lines that I have with the J20, which are just like disconnects. I'm like, yeah, you can use these on steering. They leak like crazy. Like, no. No, they are... Um, <laughs> I forget the part number, but it's some buyer's part number. It's a quarter inch line um, just for like what you would use on the hydraulic pistons. Yep. But they had them at Advanced Auto everywhere, so I grabbed two sets of them for like $8 a line. And, you know, you can't bad. bitch about $8 a line with steel fittings. It comes $8 and you get a, a line with fittings on it? Yeah. Damn. That's not bad at all. Um, do you think it'd be worth it to buy a Milwaukee Fuel 14-inch cutoff saw? Like, you know, the partner saws that are, like, huge for cutting concrete? But, like, think of the metal blade on it. Like, what if you gotta just chop something up on trail? I feel like that'd be that'd be worth it. What you're chopping a jeep on trail? What what are yeah, you? Yeah. What if we have to? You know. What if we gotta? Why would we need to cut a jeep? Angle grinder a... just ain't doing it, and you just gotta get the big hole. I'm just I'm just, I was just scrolling through Instagram, and I got a there was a thing from Milwaukee saying that there's a big ass like electric battery powered uh, partner saw. It got me all excited of the things that we could do with it. I, I mean I don't know if that one would be. Uh, <laughs> That's more akin to cutting a jeep in half. What about battle bots on trail, but we <laughs> Oh Jesus. <laughs> Alright, before okay, we so devolve. Cody, Cody the battle bot for Hell a yeah. Um, before we devolve? Uh, yeah, we've already devolved. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I opened my mouth and it just went downhill. <laughs> oh shit. Well, on that note, since we're all quiet and Yawning. Um, anybody? Anybody? Anybody else have anything they need to say? Um, real quick, I want to pick Graham's brain about why mine's not running good. Um, I know that entertaining enough for people to listen to. I don't know. Are we entertaining enough for people to listen to? Well, give it a rip. Let's let's try it out. What if somebody's Cherokee is having the exact same problem as Luke? Okay, but do you want me to like hear you the whole time? You're literally like about to shut them down. Like this is the part they're waiting for, right? And they just happen to be listening. And they're like, my juice not working. We're not Club XJ, okay? Nobody comes here to just find out random bullshit from four idiots, okay? Or they might. I feel like that's the only reason people listen out of the first place. Keep it up with yeah. idiots. All right. Um, Keep it up with Luke. the idiots. Oh. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, Keep it up with the idiots. <laughs> True. Um, Jeep does so, Jeep starts. Oh. Jeep runs. Oh. Jeep runs reliably, but like oh. dog shit. Oh. O2 sensor. Fuel injectors. Um, I don't know if it's fuel injectors. I'm trying to figure out if it's my fuel cell. Because what's happening is when it is cold, it's really choppy in like bogs when you go to hit the gas. So I'm thinking that might be TPS because the CPS fixed the fact it won't start when it's hot. Yep. So it will start when it's hot now and it's really quick for it to start. Like the fuel pump comes on instantly and all that shit. But. That just reminded me of like a little kid holding the square block, trying to put it into the triangle peg. You'd be like, "This when cold start, or hot start don't work." Oh, that's a triangle. Let me try square hole for for cold start. <laughs> like, it makes sense potentially, but I'm just teasing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. No, to it me, it's O2 sensor could be 100%, especially if it's crisp air. It's getting a lot more oxygen inside the exhaust when it's cold starting. Uh, but I mean, then again, it would take a few seconds. Do O2s run? Like, will they correct themselves during the vehicle they running? They won't start to- during closed loop. Or they won't run during closed loop. On closed loop, it runs off of what the computer is inputting on a richer fuel curve. Which okay. is why I wasn't thinking that it was the O2 sensor because it does the same bogging out under load in closed loop or open loop and I can manually flip that with the um, tuner thing that I or the code reader that I have Yeah. so if it's running in open loop it should if it was an O2 sensor get worse okay so mm. question for you have you checked pressure to the fuel rail 
I have checked to make sure there is pressure. I don't have a fuel pressure gauge on it. Okay. Um, I think you can you can get those fairly cheap at the the. I I would test that. I think Cody's def definitely might be under that there. I mean, if is it runs Question. fine sometimes or never runs fine. Only runs fine after it clears itself out. After it clears itself out, but it runs shitty under load. But I'm wondering if it could be the cam position sensor or the TPS. One more quick question, then you can go on about it. Have you checked your oil? Is there anything weird in it? Is it discolored? Is I it... don't even know if it's got oil in it. So this, the only reason I'm saying that is this sounds exactly like what my Jeep does. Starts up blubbery as shit, and if you put it under load, it just tries to kill itself. Then you let let off, and it kind of backs to the blah 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 blah. blah but it runs, and then after it warms up a little bit, it clears itself out. And I think my problem is I have a stuck injector, and it's leaking fuel into the cylinder. It's then sitting in the cylinder, and then if it has long enough time, like if I let it sit overnight. It's leaking the fuel past the rings into the oil, which is, explains why I have shitty oil pressure, why I have a bad bottom end. You know, that's at least for me why it's not for you, but I'm just saying, like, this is how I came to that conclusion. Uh, my oil's um, got gas in it, too. Doesn't cause that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's, that's just great for your fucking... Uh, I don't care. Bearing journals. I think oh, my God. It keeps them lubed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Something yeah. to look into. Something. Um, the reason that I'm going to, or I'm thinking that I need to take my distributor apart is I submerged it and there's no vent. Have you not taken that apart? I have not. That should be the first thing you check. Jay was probably screaming at me right now. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, granted on a Cherokee, you can't really adjust it like you can on a, maybe you can, I don't fucking know. I've you can't adjust the distributor, but it would make sense if it got shitty or if it got shit in it from if it's Roush fucked and up it and it's off, at. it's going to stumble and not run right because it's out of time. Or what about the, uh, there's an ignition block or what's the little block that sits on the, uh, the coil. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so far the parts cannon has put a coil on it because the coil was cracked I literally all the way around. Um, oh. Yeah, so I thought that that was my hot no start because Plugs, wires, you know, distributor, see what happens. Don't touch yep. anything else first. Yeah, might do the cam fast. sensor because I'm gonna have everything out, and the cam sensors are literally like twenty bucks. All right, so, I mean, I, 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 I would do process of elimination. If it's like not a pain in the ass to take that out after, I would just do um, distributor stuff first, see what happens, and then do that one March, thing at a time. Fuel than electronics that's usually that's usually at least my go-to so, so the the reason that i say the cam sensor is that when you pull the um the actual wow my brain is fucking up right now but when you pull the little dog leg if you will that's inside of the distributor that hits the top of the cap yep. um out of there it literally just sits right there and they're oh, not yeah, particularly waterproof. Do it then. Yeah. If it's in there. Okay. Yeah. So the rotor, that's the word I was looking for because I'm fucking retarded today, uh, sits on top of it and helps to hold it down. And then there's a little screw in there that holds it down. That's gross. We don't want to know about your sex life. I don't need to know that you're fucking a retarded person. That's <laughs> disgusting, Luke. Jesus. No, I'm fucking retarded. I'm not fucking a retard. Oh. You know, I've said that joke before when, you know, the girlfriend comes at me. She's like, oh, you're cheating on me. Be like, girl, the only thing I'm fucking is retarded. <laughs> I'm going to laugh when I go and I pull the cap off and the rotor is like barely connected. It's got like, it's all rusted and there's like one little tongue fucking sticking off of it. Banging on for dear life. Yeah, it's the little piece of rust that's like actually catching as it like mildly yeah. rotates. Oh um, yeah. Oh what? So do you have any mechanic friends that have like an actual like snap-on scanner that can like die like uh, uh, diag uh, give you programs and shit? Well, if you live closer, I have I can help you the, with this, but you don't. So I have the scanner, and I literally have, have a page of codes. Wait, fuck, Richie, why haven't we thought of this? I literally have, a, like, we can do, like, driving diagnostics and figure this out. What? Yeah, <laughs> I just thought of this. 
how do you think I've been clearing my fucking truck code with it being like embedded into the the whatever? Now I just go in and like delete the pending codes now. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, Cody, I'm gonna text you tomorrow or later tonight, and we're gonna set something up. You know, it's even worse. This past weekend, I had it with me in Connecticut too. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, um, sorry, Luke. Yeah, no, but that does make sense. I probably I have the ability to do that. I just don't. Ha- I hadn't fucking grabbed it out of the toolbox. I really need to click mine in and fucking look through it. But last time I looked, I have a code for misfire on all cylinders, serious misfire, angry O2 sensor, which I assume it would be if it's misfiring this bad. Like, yeah, um, I mean, does it? Is it an upper bank or a lower bank? Upper bank. Mm. Um, I have a oh, code yeah, for the lower mind. bank. Okay, yeah, but that one doesn't matter. Fuck that one. Especially on yours. It's just, like, off on its own. It's if, not even in the Jeep. What exactly. if the bank is 180 out, and you have your uppers on backwards to your lowers? You can do that. You can, you buy can do that, and it would run like shit. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be careful. You gotta buy the right O2s, but, uh, I don't... I'll be honest I with think you, I'm, I'm gonna go throwing th- shit out at this point. So like, don't take yeah. whatever I say for a grain of salt. Like, just. Right I think away. I'm gonna go through the process of elimination of new plugs that this. Yeah. And I'm gonna put fuel in it, cause it's about a third of a tank right now on the uh, cell, and I want to just make sure that I'm not starving the cell on hills. Yeah. Cause that's, that's when it's under the most load. So you're it, telling me yeah. this could just be shit gas. No, it's not be, shit but... gas. I put brand new gas in it right before oh, okay. I went to Harlan. I picked it up from Graham with like less than five oh, gallons in it. Yeah. Um, and I filled it all the way up with 93. 93? Yeah. Yeah, the good shit. Why would you put non ethanol? Because it was non ethanol. It's a southern thing. Um, I know they gotta get the hot leaded fuel boys at 110 I didn't know if the jeep was gonna be sitting a lot and ethanol gas breaks down worse so it's got stable in it and it's ethanol free yeah but it's 93 yeah that's gonna make it run weird too I've never had that no 93 is it's fine like that that doesn't really matter that, the, yeah i mean i don't know the I've difference between like 87 80. and like 93 is barely anything uh so like technically it can run cooler that way but if you don't have the proper plugs to run it at that then it, it doesn't really matter it, there's a yeah just gonna show yeah i yeah, honestly yeah, i'm probably I mean, ethanol, you'd think it would run better on ethanol free shit though I've always heard that yeah. it's like they get better gas mileage, you go a little more power. I don't know if that it's probably all bullshit, but no, there's probably some truth to it, but not a lot. Just like minor truths among the lies. But yeah, <laughs> mine runs like shit too. So you know we're all in the same boat. Loses oil pressure. Yeah, I know. Like yeah, it was doing some weird shit. I don't care about the losing the oil pressure on hills. I mean, I'd like yeah, I don't another shitty four zero. So. Um, Mine used to do that, and then it stopped, and now it's back again. Thanks, Harlan. One, you know, it, this might be a longer-term thing, but one of the guys I work with has a 4.8 um, Chevy pickup truck lying around, so I might be looking at picking the motor out of that because it's just sitting in a field. But that's not like saying that it's going to happen anytime soon. I'm more concerned with getting the Cummins going and trying to sell my truck while truck prices are still high. If they're still high after I get the Cummins going. Fair. So, you know, if I can take some profit. Is that in your possession? No, it's not in my possession. Hmm. You should pull it. I was going to be talking with Colin about that because we had originally kind of like talked about maybe him getting it down here. Um, oh. Well. You know. I don't know. You might be paying for trailer tires. I might be paying for trailer <laughs> tires for sure, but it's. In a cab. No. It would fit his that. bumper pull. Oh. So. so and maybe the truck weighs. 
7,000, so it should be within the weight rating of his bumper pull. Yeah, that's probably... I don't know. I don't know enough about him. Uh, I was going to ask on him. On his trailer? I don't know. I don't know. I thought he only had a 7K trailer. I No, that's me. He's got a 10. I oh, I didn't know that. Does he have a 10? He has a 10. Okay. So, I was going to talk to him about it, see what he had to say. I'll double check he has um, a 10. Cause, yeah, I that know. shit was bending with just a small ass Cherokee on it. Yeah. I don't know if that's a 10. I okay. Know. I mean, or figuring out a trailer it, it up there. It didn't have an easy life. It was definitely overloaded in its past, but, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say that we covered a decent amount of shit to, uh, close yeah. out our yeah nice little easy one yeah it was pretty good too for being an easy one so uh make sure you keep it cheap and easy and don't let your o2 sensors be the cause of your shitty running jeep yeah make sure you check your fuses and your uh you know plugs and wires sometimes because motors like timing and other fun stuff like that Done. we'll see you later yeah. <laughs> <laughs>